My name is Chris Nizak, and I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. When we last left our adventurers, most of them were trapped in a room filling up with water. In an underground chamber meeting house thing that seemed long abandoned. While Ashani on the other side was seeing movements out of the corner of her eye. But there seems to be something special about the water pouring into the room where Corby, Jameson, and Kelsey is. Who's really in more danger? And who said, Come in after Jameson knocked on the door. So, Kelsey, do you duck uh, under the water, which is now over your head? I have to keep an eye on what uh, Sparkles is doing. So if that requires me to go underwater, I do. As soon as you're underwater, you hear a little... It was dark and murky, but it's um, almost like casting a sea in the dark spell. Mm-hmm. And you can see the room just as clearly as you could see it when it was uh, lit up with light. And you gasp and realize you can breathe. Oh, I was going to say it's not a good thing to do underwater. But apparently it works. So, huh. Can I speak as well? You you try to speak. You, you think you can. Because uh, I, I yell out across the room, if possible. Uh, sparkles? I'm not sure this is really water. Can you hear me? Jameson, are you above water or under it? Well, I might, if I have to stay underwater to get at the door, then I am underwater. All right, so the same thing has happened to you, and you hear Kelsey crystal clearly. Huh. That's, that's actually what I say. Huh. So I'm going to hear a bubbly, burbly, my sister looks like she's drowning. No, I, I break the water and, and, and fill in Corby on what's going on here. <laughs> There's another... Corby, I could breathe under this water and talk and see. I... You cannot breathe underwater. Don't be stupid. I'm not falling for that again. Go under the water and listen. That's all I'm asking. Go underwater and listen. What? I pop up from the water and say, hey, you can breathe under the water. <laughs> then I go back underwater. Right. I go underwater as well and wait for him to follow. I will be glaring at Kelsey with like one eye, just like one eye on you, and I will sink my head underwater. I have to let go of my pants, of course. And the duck. Oh, the duck. The duck is bobbing sadly by itself. And as the water rises, it will eventually hit the ceiling. I'll just unsummon it. Ashani, there's a crab that was moving. Now it's not moving. Yep. I'm going to keep my eyes on it and just reach behind my back and grab my trident from where it's strapped and pull it out and just kind of hold it pointing at it and go... Do you understand language? Do you want to have a crab battle? What's going on? You hear 
in your head, magically, of course, a gravelly voice. Get out. I can't go into the other room. The door is locked. Get out. My friends are in there. I can't leave without my friends. The crab, now realizing that you know it's sort of dirty little secret, is going to skitter out into the wide space and is going to uh, point one claw at you very dramatically and say, Get out. I told you twice already. Here's the third time. No, I'm not getting out without my friends. Can you open that door so I can get them? All right, one more perception check, please. 13. You see uh, another movement in the corner of your eye, and you at this point are like, okay, and you you turn slightly with your trident pointing, and it's a, a rat, a good-sized rat, stone statue rat, who is, is looking at you, and its little whiskers are going, and it's like, got its teeth, very uh, menacingly at you. Is it approaching me? It, it, it was, but then stopped. Oh, okay, guys, I'm just telling you, you get any closer, I'm either gonna jab you or light you up. And back into the water-filled room. Sparkles, finish. What's next? We're almost there. I, I understand now how the magic works. These are wards. They probably turn a little bit like like locks on a door. Is that how they work? More like co- more like the cogs on a wheel. Cogs on a wheel? Cool. I am going to study them for a second. Figure out how they lock into place to unlock the door and twist them as such. I am aiming for investigation. Go ahead. Uh, I got 13. That is going to send the door that you are working on up. And at first you get a little... Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, so I was doing the investigation thing to figure out how it worked, right? Oh, okay. You figured it out. Yeah, I don't want to open it yet. Okay. Because I have this, this sneaking suspicion that this isn't here to kill us. If they want it, because otherwise, why would we be able to breathe under the water? And if something wants to speak with us, maybe it can't speak with us unless it is also underwater. So I actually turn and I relate that information to Kelsey and my thought process and say, what do you think? Should we wait? I think we should all get back together. What do you want me to do over here? Two to the oh. left, one to the right? Yes, that. Are you opening the door into the main area? Yes, if that is possible. So when you open the door into the main area, the ceiling comes down. And the water starts spilling out into that main area. So Ishani, there's a crab and a rat, and then you see the the door open and water comes spilling out. If at all possible, I I grab Ishanti by the arm and pull her into the room and click it back one way to to lock it again. Ishani, we can breathe underwater and somebody in here really wants to talk to us. Sparkle says it's totally fine. It's okay. It's okay. Come in here. Come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. I was just talking with the crab. What? Rat. But, huh? okay. <laughs> so the crab and the rat definitely turn around to see the rest of you, and the crab's menacing with its claws, and the rat's got its teeth and is gnashing. Well, I'm feeling really exposed right now because I don't have any pants on, so I'm going to back off from the small, <laughs> crotch-high, bitey monsters, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my pants and put them back on. I tell the crab I have butter and I'm not afraid to use it. Can, can I just conjure him some pants? Uh, you can, yes. Yeah, I just conjured him some dry pants and be like, here, you can wear these. Sweet, thank you. They're going to go away in an hour, so just be aware of that. So the the crab 
after Kelsey says that uh, you all have butter, is going to skitter backwards into the backwards into the archway into that sort of main speaking chamber, the auditorium. Yes, where you remember there are all kinds of carved reliefs and tiny little statues and decorations. And the rat is still gonna menace at you for a minute and then kind of looks over and sees the crab is gone and kind of backs away. If I spin the runes, does the door shut again? Is there some way I can shut it? Oh, yeah. You figured it out. I I do so. All right. Are all of you back in the water room? Yes. Uh, Yes. I look over at Kelsey. Nice trick. Guys, sparkles, actually. Oh, well, well done. Kelsey helped. Well, yay, teamwork. <laughs> I could hear pounding on the door. That must have been when you guys were almost drowning. Well, I want to see if you were drowning, and you told me you weren't drowned yet, so that was a really good sign. Oh, well, that worked out great. I could see that movement out of the corner of my eye that you were talking about a bit before, Kelsey. And I finally figured out that it was like uh, a stone crab. And it was actually talking with me, telling me to get out. And then I saw a like giant rat also come into the room. Well, it's a good thing you got out then. But yeah, the that's water, what is I the water raising again? Is the water raising again? If you close the door, yes. Yes, I did. So. So yeah, it'll be the the wa- the ceiling again raises and starts filling up with water. And Ashani might freak out for a second, Yeah, we, uh, even we though you tell her, her it's okay, and then you demonstrate, and she's like, oh, okay. And Jameson, knock on the door, tell him, you know, we'll, we'll be there shortly. Sorry, slight delay. I go do that. All right, so do you wait until uh, the, the door opens? Yes. So you are sort of treading water your uh your bubbles are active and when the room fills up with water the ceiling comes down with a crash and seals itself again and then the the other door raises up and and you hear someone say come in with the amount of gear i'm wearing i'm probably walking on the floor yes <laughs> i love that idea and i can breathe this is really cool does it act like true water? Is it difficult to move through, but we can breathe and talk? You can breathe and talk, and it, it is rather difficult for you to move through. But you can hear each other. You can speak and hear each other. Jameson, at least, would probably know that this is a, a very advanced spell. It's, it's so advanced that I don't even understand it. Yeah. I just know it's really cool. Right. It's almost like magic, because it's better than technology. But you've mastered it now. Right? Because you can open the doors. That means you can cause the water to raise and lower. Sort of. Oh, you're so humble. So who's going to be the first to look or go in? I'll take a step through. What you see is a very large room. It looks like a combination of a personal study and a library. And it is filled to the gills with stuff. When you say it's filled filled with stuff, I'll peek over... Sparkle's head, because um, when you're so bloody short. We're talking books and scrolls and things like that? They, they don't quite look like the stuff you've seen, 
These are underwater magic books. I'm, I'm totally right. fine with this. Underwater magic books. But there are also quite a few uh, sea creatures. There are also really comfortable looking couches. And there are some tables that are somehow, you know, not just on the floor, but on the ceiling as well. So uh, what you would first see is a pair of identical looking fish. Uh, floating towards you. They are silver fish. They're each about six inches long and their eyes are like super glowy, almost like white under a black light. And uh, you hear a, a voice saying, uh, come in, come in. Did, uh, did the room give you any trouble? Yeah, because I had this part where I had to take my pants off, and then we were thought we were going to drown, and then Nishani was on the outside, and then she like got a stone crab, like tried to eat her, and then my sister said it was okay because we could breathe underwater, and then Sparkle said it was okay too, and then they figured out how to like open the doors. It was really cool. Let me translate for you. It would be nice if you tell people what the hell you're doing when you try to drown them. Just a thought. L- let me try again. It's a pleasure to meet you, ma'am. We are here to see the person who is the minion or whatever of... Thank you, Emissary Ashani, of the Storm Queen. When you hear the voice, you're, you're able to put together that it's not coming from the fish. And so you kind of look around and the, the sea creatures that seem to be around are all smaller. But there is on a leather fainting couch or what looks like a leather fainting couch, a very elderly dolphin whose eyes are just white with cataracts. And uh, she's kind of waving a fin at you. Is that weird or is that normal? Uh, You've never seen a dolphin wave at you. A quick setting thing. So dolphins are not something we would eat dolphins, right, in this world? Is that a true thing? True. You, You don't eat dolphins. Okay. Uh, it's considered bad luck to eat dolphins because they are some kind of highly intelligent. This one seems to be probably more intelligent. Nope, oh, that's fine. I just my assumption was that I would show deference to this to this creature because of its intel. Uh, not only its obvious super intelligence, but because of being such an ocean focused setting, that I would look at this and say, "Oh, it's it's clearly an advanced form of a really cool thing." So I will right. Okay. The two silverfish will swim over to the dolphin and will will kind of lie on its head as if they're a pair of glasses. And the dolphin will sort of get up and, and swim over to you in the equivalent of an elderly person getting up and, and shuffling across the room. You can guess that the fish are magic, that they're working as her eyes. And she's she's going to look you over, except her head doesn't move. The individual fish do. And she's going to say, uh, I'm sorry if the room gave you trouble, but I assumed Dela would tell you about it. I have been waiting a long time for you. What's a Dela? Yeah. Oh, don't tell me that was a water dragon outside. Water dragon? There hasn't been a water dragon in these parts since the Great Dragon War. Uh, weird, I think. What? Water, water weird? Is, was that named Dela? Oh, a water weird? Outside of here? Where was it? Outside of here? Yeah, just immediately outside by the pipe that leads down to that kind of main connecting chamber with the statues and the doors and stuff. Oh, you didn't kill that, did you? Not real hard. I suppose it's only to be expected. 
If you were sent here and Dela didn't tell you about the room, she probably didn't tell you about the water weird either. I look at Kelsey. What's a Dela? I don't know. Don't you think a Dela is that Minashi that we talked to, the old Minashi that you talked to, Ashani? That name is not ringing any bells. Uh, somebody who maybe uh, is, you could do a history check. <laughs> that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Wait, wait to play to. Oh, there you go. Wait to play to stereotype, poor me. Jesus. I think, I think Dela was this. I think she was like an old lady that we met before. Isn't she like a scullery maid or something? Could it be a cat? Cats don't swim. Cats don't swim. Oh my God. Roll the two. A two. A two. Roll a two. He, he rolled a three. He got a minus That's one. True. Jameson, you're thinking as you always do. The name Dela does ring a bell for you, but it doesn't ring a personal bell, but it does ring a bell about something in your internship. You think that there was someone you studied named Dela. She was known as Dela the Powerful. She was a, a wizard who was alive last century. She died about 150 years ago, if your memory serves, which with a 23, it does. But that's the only Dela you can think of. What'd you do that was important? She liked to try and pair elemental magic with more sort of academic magic. And she had she had long periods of time where she just kind of disappeared and nobody knew where she went. And she was she was half human and half dwarvish. Okay, I turn and look at the group. I'm like, oh, Dalo the Powerful. She was a wizard. She lived about 150 years ago, give or take a century. A pair of ele- she liked to pair elemental magic with academic magic, and she had these long periods of time where she would disappear. She was also half human and half dwarvish, which is very, very interesting on this social cultural level that I am very fascinated by. Oh, sorry, that's besides the point, though. Anyways, I don't think that's who told us to come here, Madam Dolphin. Sparkle should get inspiration for that. For, <laughs> yeah, for that was for great. The whole damn thing that is just awesome. All right, inspiration to Sparkles. Yay. So Kelsey, aren't we? We're here looking for like the Storm Queen's emissary of doom or something, aren't we? Are you that? Are you the emissary of the Storm Queen, bringer of death? The eyes of the silver fish get wide. The Storm Queen sent you. When you mentioned the Storm Queen and the dolphin, uh, uh, seems to assume that you were sent by the Storm Queen, like all of the sea creatures that are floating, like just think of a um, huge aquarium, like one puffs up and, you know, one's gills shoot up and they get all intense and they kind of float towards you. No, no, no. We're looking, we're looking for the Storm Queen. And then when you're like, no, 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 they kind of calm down and go backwards. (sighs) This is just like family dinners. Um, Everybody's mad because I said something. Look, there's like a horrible storm queen and she's going to kill a whole bunch of people and there's like a, a servant emissary leader that we're supposed to find and I thought that might be down here. I'm going to... Can I sit down? I point at one yeah, of the couches. sit down, Corby. Oh, it's okay. All right. And, ch- and change your pants. I sit down. These pants make my ass look awesome, by the way. They really do. They're quite fabulous. You are surprised, Corby. The chair you sit on, it looks like an overstuffed leather chair. And that's how it feels. But you're like... We're underwater. This can't be leather. I'm gonna noodle on that for a while. That'll that that'll keep that'll keep me quiet for a bit while I think about that. The the dolphin's gonna look very sad and say, "So, Dela did not send you. She promised she would send a group of adventurers and and tell them about all of the the the, the traps and the, and the tricks of this place, so that they would come and they would they would help us from the stone fiends." How long ago did you tell Dela about this to spread the word? Because we just heard about this place a few days ago. 
I'm kind of guessing it was probably 150 years ago. Your landwalker time means nothing to me. Uh, I'm not saying that it's that it's not important. Were you young then? Not younger, young. When Dela was here, I studied under her. I, I had much better vision then. Then the stone fiends came and shut this, shut this place down, and now... Well, now it's just those of us who can survive in the water. This used to be a wonderful place where landwalkers and, and sea swimmers would, would come together and we would, we would uh, figure out things that needed to be figured out and we would share knowledge. And now it has just been empty for so long. And, and you did not even trip any of the entrance traps, so I assumed that you were sent by someone who knew what was happening. Why do I feel like we've been sent here for no apparent reason or just to die? Yeah, I'm going with that second one. Why would this old fish with all the would do that kill us though? She seems really nice. Which No, no, no. The no. traps were supposed to kill us. We weren't and, even supposed to make it this far. Oh. And the Minashi is the thing that sent us here. That old lady. Yeah, Opal. Have you thoroughly checked the entire place? Not thoroughly. Oh. We were looking for the emissary of the Storm Queen, because that was who we were told to come and find, because she that emissary could help us discover the Storm Queen. Just a reminder that they were told to find a friend of the Storm Queen's. I don't know where they got this emissary word from, but they really hung on to it. And I noticed when we mentioned the Storm Queen before, most of your inhabitants here got agitated. You don't have a good relationship with her? I mean, obviously you're... Perhaps you can help us then. Because the Storm Queen is on the warpath and she's headed towards our island. And we would like to stop that. Have you any suggestions that would be helpful? I'm, I'm sad to say, when she was younger, I tutored the Storm Queen. She wasn't known as the Storm Queen then, but as that is the title she has taken on, I will call her that. Ooh, wait, what, what's her real name? Yes, I was going to say. And the dolphin's going to, like, swim backwards a little bit. Names have power. <laughs> That's the point, yeah. yeah. Ding, ding, That's, ding. That's uh, kind of why we're asking. It, listen, obviously you're afraid of the Storm Queen. We are as well. All we want to do is stop her from destroying everything in her path as she's been doing. What what she said. And I, and I don't think it's a bad thing if we have a little extra power to help us do that. We don't intend to do the evil that she's doing. We want to stop it. The Storm Queen isn't evil. I think there's a lot of land dwellers that would argue with you. Well, they couldn't because they're dead now. Oh, my. So when you say Warpath, you, you mean that literally. Yeah, like hurricanes, <gasps> thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening, all that. The old magic fish thinks the storm lady isn't bad, but the storm lady is bad because she's killing everybody else because she's a bad storm lady. There's some sort of misunderstanding at bare minimum here. Well, the Menashe L thinks she's me... like the second coming of like death and destruction, and she's like the, uh, um, what is it, the ocean keeper who's supposed to like destroy everything and flatten the world or something? Yeah. Uh, you you recall that the words that they used were freedom and liberation. No, I don't recall any of that. I'm assuming somebody else recalls <laughs> that stuff. There was alcohol involved. Uh, Corby was out of it. Madam Dolphin, let me lay it out for you. You may call me Tina. Tina. My real name is... 
but uh, that seems difficult for uh, land walkers to pronounce. So um, they call me Tina. Oh, I use a cantrip to make that sound exactly back at her. The fish... Uh, that are serving as her eyes kind of light up, but like in a bishy sparkle kind of way. Nice. <laughs> and like she gets a big old dolphin spot smile. I have missed having ever. other magic users around. Jameson always has had a way with the fish. So, madam. <laughs> let me lay it out for you. The Storm Queen has a storm that's preceding her and wiping out islands in the area. We would like to stop her from doing this. That is why we would like her name. If we need to do something to get her name from you, we'll be happy to do that. You have these stone devils around that you're scared of. Maybe we could solve that problem for you so you can move freely about your complex yeah. again. That's exactly what I wanted to ask about. Because you've mentioned before that there used to be a lot of visitors here, and I think if we clear those out for you, there might be more visitors. Well, yes, there there used to be quite a few visitors. There used to be a, a an almost island of itself in uh, sea dwellers as well on the on the outside to serve as as traders and and translators and because uh, uh, not all of the uh, sea swimmers um, can speak as I do. I I can speak only Aquin and Common, but uh, that has served me very well in my time. And she kind of motions a, f- a fin to all of the giant stacks of books and scrolls. You obviously somehow were able to, to come in without setting off any of the traps in that large pipe, which I commend you for. I don't know how you did that. How did you do we that? We went down on a rope. But anyway, we just kind of dropped down on a rope. Oh, I never thought of that. What are the traps? Oh, the traps are based on... Something or someone falling. The The pipe was spelled so that anything that came down above a certain velocity uh, would uh, have some uh, trouble waiting for it. That's when you see my face go ashen white. Remember I was going to jump in? Yep. See, that? that's why being like smart tool users is awesome. And then I, sh- and then I, I sit back down like, oh, I should have said I, that. I, don't know I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree very much, Corby. Well, congratulations, then. Uh, Your stone devil problem. The stone fiends. Whatever they're called. She'll kind of uh, turn to look at Ashana. You said you saw them, young miss. Well, I'm not sure if I saw them or not. I saw these, what I think might have been animated stone carvings that were on the walls from the auditorium area or arena. Oh. Perhaps that came into the room, but I'm not sure if that's the same thing or not. One was a big crab that was kind of grumpy, and the other was uh, a <gasps> rat. A grumpy crab! And there's just, just this really sad music in the background as like the, the, the two fish who serve as her eyes get kind of misty and look up, uh, and, and uh, she's remembering something. A, a friend of yours? Yes, we, we used to have many crabs, but the, uh, the stone fiends turned uh, them all. Ah, so something's actually turning creatures into stone? Indeed. It's why we had to eventually abandon this place. They were so powerful, and 
I sent word to Dela. If she was here, of course, then there would be no problem. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she could practically do anything. But um, I've I've done a lot of uh, research, um, and, and found mention of creatures like this before. But there seems to be, I would call it, a carrier of disease that uh, finds living creatures and infects them and spreads this this evil magic that turns them all into stone but but living stone and under the under the will of that uh, of that whatever you want to to call to call it the 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 leader the carrier and and I haven't been able to find that well of course I've been stuck in here we we've tried to flood the entire place of course but that the spells to ensure that the walls don't cave in are just so strong that it, it, it just became very, very difficult. And I couldn't do it alone. Well, we would gladly take on that role for you. If perhaps you could tell us, um, I believe it was the name we were looking for. <laughs> Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS. Thunderbolts and Lightning, very, very frightening, all that. Galileo, Galileo. Exactly. Galileo. All the fish join in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>